When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Feisty, fearless, and fair. Telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Tonight, GOP Congressman-elect George Santos is really on the hot seat. His seat is sizzling hot, uh, hotter than like a Whopper or a double Big Mac. This guy is getting fried and skewered and barbecued in every different direction, guys. And it is coming at him in the last few hours, a lot of big developments. And we're going to talk about him tonight here on the Rita Cosby Show And get your take, because the plot is definitely thickening. There is no doubt about it. Uh, First, we have Nassau County DA Ann Donnelly, who I know we've had her here on the show. Uh, Republican, a real law and order prosecutor, who also is a very fair woman. I mean, this is a no-nonsense person who ran for office because she cares about law and order, cares about you know, trying to clamp down on crime in her community. She won overwhelmingly in Nassau County, New York, against a Democrat. So that was a huge, huge win. And Ann Donnelly, the Nassau County, New York DA, uh, it just came out a little bit ago. She is investigating George Santos. Of course, he's in her area, so she has jurisdiction. And a DA doesn't just come in when it's somebody who says a few fibs. Uh, In the release where they basically announced that they are doing an investigation, she says she is citing fabrications and inconsistencies in George Santos's story. But a DA doesn't just go after somebody who's embellishing their resume. She has no interest in looking at somebody who's fluffing up their resume. She is clearly looking to see if there was anything that rises to criminal behavior And that's why this is a huge concern for George Santos. This also comes on the heels of federal prosecutors. There are reports tonight, apparently from the Eastern District of New York, are also looking into George Santos. Again, they're not just going to look into somebody because they fluffed up and embellished their resume. They would be looking into if there are any serious crimes, potentially Maybe money didn't come from where he said it did. Maybe money was taken from somewhere else. Maybe there's a criminal history in somebody's background. There are reports tonight that there might have even been some potential criminal charges in the background of George Santos in another country. If all of these things turn out to have some meat on the bone, and I always want to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, I thought his story of turning, of course, that seat from Democrat to Republican was really significant. Um, First, you know, openly gay uh, Republican, uh, non-incumbent to win recently. So that was a big deal. 
I think his story was a really impressive story. His story was that he was sort of a rags to riches guy um, and that he was a law and order guy. He talks about fighting crime. There were a lot of things that I thought were just really impressive and powerful in his story. And obviously voters thought so, too, because he won. But now it seems like the castle is crumbling. There are some huge issues, not just with him fabricating stories, but the fact that now you have a Nassau County, New York DA saying she's going to look into it. That means she's looking for potential criminal. You don't just suddenly announce it before somebody even becomes a member of Congress. Remember, he hasn't even been seated yet. That doesn't happen until January 3rd. And then you've got the feds now looking into him for potential criminal charges. We're talking financial charges. This is getting really serious. This is well beyond just somebody who decided to say, well, you know, I was only there three years versus four years or whatever. No, 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 no. Now that you look at all the inconsistencies in his story, and now they're looking at inconsistency in his finances, this could get really ugly very quickly for George Santos. And in the last 24 hours, his apology tour has been like the worst. I mean, I've seen some tours. I mean, I've seen, saw the Michael Jackson tour. That was a great tour. I've seen a whole bunch of tours. The Rolling Stones, those were great tours. The George Santos tour has not been a good tour. The George Santos tour has been one big bust. And he is getting grilled. I mean, I described it on social media that he was eviscerated. I was watching last night Tulsi Gabbard, who, of course, is a former Democrat. Uh, She basically is a Republican. She's always on Fox News and has really kind of conservative values. And I've seen a lot of interviews that she's done since she's been guest hosting. I've never seen her grill somebody like she grilled George Santos last night. And he was like, ah, da, ah, ah, ah. He had nowhere to go. I mean, he didn't really even have an answer for her. I mean, and that's the bad thing. He's going out there trying to, like, rehabilitate his image. And every time he goes out, it's like mouth open and foot insert because it is a disaster every single time. Whoever's telling him they've got he's got to get out there should be saying, please stay home. Please don't talk Uh, because who knows where this is going right now. And the fact that now there are two major investigations of him clearly shows that there is something really fishy that at least is being investigated. And the fact that they're doing it now, I actually think they're doing all the voters of New York and of America a big service. Because you know what? Why wait? The worst thing would be if indeed he gets sworn in, um, and he very well still could be under this huge cloud, but if he gets sworn in and then they decide maybe a month or two later to launch an investigation, better to know now, and I hope they act quickly. I hope they get some, if there is something there, and he seems to be like, boy, his story crumbled like faster than a, like a crumbling cookie. Um, so if there is something there, I hope that they find out immediately for the sake of New York voters who voted for him, for the sake of Americans, for the sake of Republicans, because do you want every single day this drip, 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 drip? And if there isn't something there, then I also hope that they clear him too. You know, if it turns out that all he did was embellished left and right on his resume. And there's some more embellishments that are coming to light in the last few hours. So uh, he's got a mountain of embellishments. But if it turns out that all it is is just embellishments and nothing criminal, 
that he really did earn the $700,000 that he said was his money that he put into the campaign, that all these other financial things in his background were legitimate, that he didn't like misrepresent himself to people in terms of, you know, from a business perspective or finances. That That's where it gets into all the federal and all these other investigations. If indeed it turns out that it didn't go there, then, you know, then let's see where it goes. And maybe he may survive this. But if it turns out that there's some serious questions with his money and it turns out that the feds or Ann Donnelly, who I said is a real straight arrow, she's a straight shooter. I like Ann Donnelly. She's like sort of a no-nonsense prosecutor. And the fact that she immediately said that she is looking into it makes me think there may be something there. And the fact that they're feds looking into it, I say double, triple, you know, that I'd say, George Santos, buckle up. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. What are your thoughts tonight? If it turns out that there are some reports that he may have had a charge in Brazil for embezzlement, that changes a lot of things, okay? That is what could have triggered the federal investigation. The fact that now you have a Manhattan DA who's a Republican like George Santos saying that she's going to look into it. She's not somebody who just kind of jumps the gun and just does investigations for the heck of it. This is not like somebody who, like, looks for, like, media attention or any of that. This is, again, a real no-nonsense uh, DA. I, I really like Ann Donnelly. She's like a, a no-showboater type. She would not get engaged if she didn't think there was something there. So that, to me, says he's in trouble. What are your thoughts tonight? Does he deserve to be sworn in? Because he is supposed to be sworn in on Tuesday, less than a week away. What should happen? Should there be some sort of pause? Should uh, things just go ahead and then if it turns out he gets removed? Um, Could he overcome this even if there's charges? I don't know about that. I I think he's in big time trouble. And I think the GOP has to decide what they want to do because he is just going to be one big distraction. That's my personal thought. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Here is Santos again. Remember, he was on Cats at Night on WABC trying to defend himself. This was the beginning of the apology tour. I'm not a criminal. Not here not abroad in any jurisdiction in the world have I ever committed any crimes. To get down to the nitty and gritty, I'm not a fraud. I'm not a, a criminal who defrauded the entire country and made up this fictional character and ran for Congress. I've been around a long time. I mean, a lot of people know me. They know who I am. They've done business dealings with me. A lot of people know me. They've done business dealings with me. But they knew him as the George Santos that he portrayed himself to be. And tonight we're finding out that he may not be the guy he portrayed himself to be. There are a lot of serious, serious questions tonight as we're sort of looking at the background and trying to figure out just the whole thing. There's a couple things that just came out, by the way, in the last few hours alone. Here's a couple things. This came out from... This is the K-File. These are the investigation team at CNN. Um, And they came out with, he said that he went to Horace Mann Prep School. Remember, his college background was always in dispute, and he fessed up that that was a fabrication. They're saying now that his prep school was a fabrication, too, that he never went to the prep school that he claimed he did. 
Is he really George Santos? I would like to know that. Is that his real name? I'm not even sure at this point. Then the other thing, he apparently uh, spoke about his family's business and criticized Goldman Sachs at a top financial conference um, and that his family's real estate assets took a downturn after he kind of criticized Goldman Sachs, apparently, at a financial conference. They're saying that didn't happen either. So there's some big things here. And now here's the big one. CNN is reporting that apparently Santos was charged with embezzlement in a Brazilian court in 2011. That's according to case records. This is coming from CNN again, um, from the Rio de Janeiro Court of Justice. However, it also says that court records from 2018 state that the chain, the charge was archived after court summons went unanswered and they were unable to locate Santos. So that brings another question. Is he someone who's a fugitive from justice? He was supposed to appear for a charge of embezzlement in Brazil in 2011. And according to CNN, again, we don't know what he has to say about this. But according to CNN, he never showed up in court for the hearings and they could not locate him. Well, guess where he is? He's in Nassau County, New York, Brazil. If you're looking for him, he's in Nassau County, New York. So here it is. In the interview with the New York Post, Santos denied that he had been charged with any crime in Brazil. So let's see. Is it the same George Santos? Is it maybe a different George Santos? Do they have the right guy? Uh, He said, I'm not a criminal here, not here or in Brazil or in any jurisdiction in the world. Absolutely not. That did not happen. That's according to George Santos. Let's see. By the way, you would hope that CNN would do some checks because Santos is kind of a common name, especially in a you know a Latin country. So hopefully, maybe it's a different George Santos. If it's the same George Santos, he's toast. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. And we'll take your calls when we come back. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Traditional Christmas songs here on the Rita Cosby Show. No presents for Christmas. Well, boy, I wonder what kind of presents Santos got because Santa maybe gave him something. We'll find out, you know. And now they're checking everything that he did. Um, By the way, we were just talking because news is kind of breaking fast and furious on this where the CNN investigative unit, which actually does some pretty good work over there. I don't always agree with CNN on many ways. Um, but they have uncovered that there was some charge in a Brazilian court for Santos in 2011 for embezzlement and that he didn't appear in 2013 uh, that he uh, they could not locate him. And again, you know, a lot of times if somebody leaves the country, 
Um, they cannot necessarily look for somebody, and especially if it's not like a, a murder or something like that. Obviously, embezzlement's serious, but um, not unclear if they had even asked for extradition or to locate or wherever he is, um, or if they even knew he was in America. But now this is interesting also. The Times is reporting, uh, uncovered reporting, that records in Brazil, they also say, show Santos was the subject of a criminal investigation in 2008 over allegations that he used stolen checks to buy item from a clothing shop in a city there. And at the time, Santos would have been 19 years old. The Times quoted local prosecutors as saying the case was dormant because Santos never appeared in court. Santos continues to deny that he was being sought by authorities in South America. But now the Times is reporting it and CNN uh, charges that look to be of the same type of charges, just getting more details from this Times report. And if indeed that is true, if he was charged with embezzlement in a foreign country, even if he was just 19, he will never make it to Congress. I predict right now, if that is indeed true, the feds will step in and say that you did not, uh, you know, you did not appear in court. There is that could explain why now we're finding out tonight that the Eastern District of New York, which are federal prosecutors, might have been in touch with Brazilian authorities. Maybe there's something else and they are coordinating and trying to figure out who is this guy? Does he indeed have an arrest record or not? Because he says he doesn't have it. Um, Santos is a common name. You know, it's like Jones in America. Uh, so let's see what he says. And he says it's not him. But if indeed it is him, he is in big time trouble. Here, first of all, here's Santos, by the way. you got to listen to this exchange because he was on with Tulsi Gabbard last night on Fox and she just grilled him in every different direction. Because remember, she's a former member of Congress. And she said she takes great exception to somebody who is about to be in Congress and has this enormous cloud over his head. Take a listen. What does the word integrity mean to you? Well, Tulsi, thank you for having me. You know, um, to, to answer your question, integrity is very important. And like I, I said to the New York Post, Embellishing what, what does it mean, though? What does it mean? Because the, the meaning of well, the word actually matters in practice. Of course, it, it means to, to carry yourself in an honorable way. And I made a mistake. And I think humans are flawed and we all make mistakes, Tulsi. Um, I think we can all look at ourselves in the mirror and admit that once in our life we made a mistake. I'm having to admit this in national television for the whole country to see. And I have the courage to do so because I believe that in order to move past this and move forward and be an effective member of Congress, I have to face my mistakes. And I'm facing them. Let's go to your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. Again, big news coming out uh, that he may have an embezzlement charge in Brazil and skip the country to appear in court. That's what at least two news organizations are saying tonight. If that's true, he is done. Let's go to your calls. Let's go to um, let's go to Robert, line five. Uh, Robert, your thoughts about all this and this this allegation now coming from Brazil. Go ahead. Hi, Rita. I've been scouring the web since the story broke like three days, four days ago, for information about George Santos. And I can't verify whether or not he's a U.S. citizen. Well, he has to be. If he's running for Congress, he's got to be. But go ahead. Oh, people are assuming this. 
Right. By the way, Robert, right now, I would question everything about him. I agree with you. He very well may not be. Maybe he said he was. Nobody verified it like everything else in his background. So uh, why do you suspect that he might not be? I haven't been able to find any information that he, in fact, is. Yeah. And and by the way, by the way, he he may not. That may be a whole other area to look into, too. Um, I mean, who knows? Uh, who knows if his name was George? It seems like his name was George Santos, at least in Brazil. Uh, but there's a lot of questions tonight. That's that's a really important question. Uh, let's go to Sandra. Sandra, line seven. Your thoughts about this? Good evening, Mary Christmas. Um, I wanted to say this fraud, uh, Santos, who lied on his entire resume, is suddenly really slick, thinking he could just quickly apologize and say that he'll live up to his campaign promises. This is just an even more painful part of his scam. Not only did he commit fraud by achieving his position by lying, but he raised and stole campaign contributions by claiming to be someone he was not. No, actually, by the way, that's a great point. And, And the other thing is, too, maybe there may be the fact that the feds and the local da are now looking into him they they think there may be something even much broader than that and that could spell trouble we'll continue with your calls after the break everybody this is the rita cosby show on the red apple podcast network the rita cosby show presents back the blue And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which we love doing every night here on the show, honoring our great law enforcement and their families, of course, everybody thinking about the very difficult situation after the storm in Buffalo. Recently, deputies in the Erie County Sheriff's Office were out in the middle of the blizzard searching for motorists, as you know, stranded in their vehicles. The worst conditions they faced were around Clarence and Grand Island, said the undersheriff there, which he called our ground zero. Like most anyone who was hardy enough to attempt to drive, the deputies, even in their four-wheel drive patrol vehicles, were often getting stuck. So during Saturday morning shift, the sheriff's office had seven of their vehicles out of service. But many people were getting stranded all over northern and eastern Erie County. And with driving so difficult, deputies turned to snowmobiles and all-terrain vehicles for their rescue. One even brought his own plow. So late Saturday morning, rescuers turned their attention to a particularly difficult situation. It was a father who called 911 saying that he and his three-year-old, who was having medical problems, were trapped in a car. They have been doing this apparently for 24 hours straight now, said the undersheriff, talking about his deputies just out on a variety of calls. They were incredibly fatigued, but they were going to make one more push to get this individual, especially with a young child. So around midday, deputies use a tracking utility terrain vehicle to get to their location and were able to safely transport the father and child to a nearby fire station. Thank goodness they were rescued and what a difficult situation it was for so many in Buffalo where a number of people, of course, lost their lives and a lot of questions today. But boy, what a difficult, difficult job it was for law enforcement. And it just shows all the different type of rescues that they have to do given the different weather conditions. Well, we're talking tonight 
about all these new details that are coming in on Congressman-elect from New York, George Santos, Republican, who, you know, made history last month as the first openly gay LGBTQ non-incumbent Republican to be elected to Congress. Um, It was a big deal when he got elected sort of part of the red wave in New York. And now some people who are part of that red wave, even like Nick LaLota, has come out saying that, you know, George Santos needs to be investigated because he has told a lot of fabrications in his resume. And now more details are coming out. And the last few big stunners that really takes us to a whole new level is that the New York DA in Nassau County, New York, Ann Donnelly, is investigating him, looking into potential a variety of charges, not saying what it is, but it appears to be finance-related um, because, of course, there was a lot of questions now about where did he get the $700,000. He says it was his money, that he was successful, and that's why he was able to do it. Uh, but there's a lot of questions as to that. And now a big bombshell coming out in the last hour or so that the country of Brazil, uh, where Bolsonaro is, remember that guy, but country of Brazil is basically confirming, at least to CNN and The Times, that George Santos, and it appears to be the same George Santos, but George Santos says he's never been charged with anything. There's no crime that he's ever been committed in the States or elsewhere. But CNN and The Times are reporting that Santos was charged with embezzlement in Brazil for using stolen checks to buy items from a clothing shop at a city there when he was 19 years old, so a number of years ago. So it's a very interesting case. Apparently, when he was supposed to appear in court, he was not able to be located. They could not find him, so the case sort of remained dormant because they could not find him. And uh, Santos, however, continues to deny that he was being sought by authorities in South America. So I think we need to get to the bottom of this. Will the real George Santos please stand up? Because remember, he can't even keep his story straight about his religion. This is George Santos getting grilled by Tulsi Gabbard last night when she asked about his allegations that his family was in the Holocaust. Turns out that wasn't true, and he admitted it. Listen to this exchange with Tulsi Gabbard and also with George Santos. This is cut number four. This I is made, not about the Democratic Party, though. This is about your relationship, no, frankly, with the people who've entrusted you to go and, and fight for them. And I think one of the questions that, that really probably hits home to a lot of people is, is are you Jewish? We, we've got a letter that your campaign sent out earlier this year, which reads as follows. As a proud American Jew, I've been to Israel numerous times for educational, business, and leisurely trips. You said there in that letter that you are, quote, a proud American Jew. How do you how do you explain that? My heritage is Jewish. I've always identified as Jewish. I was raised a practicing Catholic. I think I've gone through this even I've not not being raised a practicing Jew. I've always joked with friends and circles, even with in the campaign. I'd say, guys, I'm Jewish. Remember, I was raised Catholic. So, look, I understand everybody wants to nitpick at me. I. I'm going to reassure this once and for all. I'm not a facade. I'm not a persona. I, I have an extensive career that I work really hard to achieve. And I'm going to deliver from my experience because I remain committed in delivering results for the American people. Did that 
like comfort you at all. I'm Jewish and I was raised Catholic. And the question was, are you Jewish? You said you were a proud American Jew. He also said that his family was in the Holocaust. We know that that's not true. I mean, what kind of person says that? So here is Tulsi Gabbard grilling him and asking the question that I think a lot of us are thinking about tonight. The thing is, Congressman-elect, integrity means, yes, carrying yourself with honor, but it means means telling the truth, being a person of integrity. And if I were one of those in New York's 3rd District right now, now that the election is over and I'm finding out all of these lies that you've told, not just one little lie or one little embellishment, these are blatant lies. My question is, do you have no shame? Do you have no shame in the people well, who are now you're asking to trust you to go and be their voice for them, their families and their kids in Washington? Tulsi, I can say the same thing about the Democrats and, and the party. Look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's been lying to the American people for 40 years. He's the president of the United States. Democrats resoundly support him. Do they have no shame? So it goes back to Biden. I mean, is that a fair comparison? Yes. Listen, Biden did plagiarize uh, in the 1980s. There's no doubt about it. He clearly has said some fibs. I I wonder about the whole corn pop story. That one still is a a doozy. But most of those came out when he was already in Congress, already elected. Is it a different scenario or is it fair game that he's saying, look at, uh, you know, look at Biden? And in fact, I want to play. This is Rob Smith. uh, Cut number 12. Rob Smith is a Republican commentator. You see him on a whole bunch of different news organizations. And he says, you know what? There is a total double standard. Listen to who he compares. He doesn't uh, bring up Biden, but he brings up a few other names we'll all recognize. Let me tell you something about these left, these leftists and these Democrats. Ilan Omar married her brother, okay? Uh, these people literally uh, created a GoFundMe to bail out people that burned down cities all across the country, okay? These people do. Maxine Waters is one of the most corrupt members of Congress. She's got a record of corruption going back decades, okay? So these people steal, these people lie, these people flout the laws. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is under a congressional ethics investigation right now. Do you hear anything about that from any of these people? No, absolutely not. So what they're doing is they're preying on weak-ass Republicans to throw one of their own under the bus so that you can go ahead and get a little pat on the head from MSNBC or a little pat on the head from CNN or, or whatever, okay? Don't fall for it. It's BS. It's ridiculous. It's nonsense. And he further says that the Republicans should swear in Santos on Tuesday. Can you believe it? He's about to be a member of Congress on Tuesday, and now he may have, have an embezzlement charge from another country. Take a listen. Here's a little more of Rob Smith. That man lied. He looks dumb. It's embarrassing. Okay, look, he's going to be embarrassed enough. But look, I... I personally do not believe that Republicans should get in the habit of throwing people under the bus, throwing our members under the bus to placate people who hate you, have always hated you, and will always hate you, and will not listen when you bring up the same crap that they're doing. So is it the same crap as Rob Smith says, or is it a whole new ball game if it turns out that he was indeed charged with embezzlement 
and skip the country of Brazil, according to a number of reports tonight. Again, he says it's not true that there are no criminal charges or ever or criminal allegations against him. I am not a criminal here. Let me read the quote that he says in response, because we want to make sure that we're fair to him. He says, I am not a criminal here, not here or in Brazil or in any jurisdiction in the world. Absolutely not. That didn't happen. So he's saying these allegations that the Times and CNN are reporting uh, that show embezzlement charges for using stolen checks for items in a store when he was 19 years old and then was supposed to appear in court in Brazil. They claim it's the same George Santos and that he skipped the country. Um, So is there an outstanding warrant for this guy? And if indeed these reports are true, does that change the game? And does that make it a little more serious than, you know, Elizabeth Warren saying that she's of Indian descent or the ethics issue with AOC, which definitely needs to be investigated, too. I agree on that. Um, Or the corn pop story and all these other stories we often hear from President Biden. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Phil, line one. Phil, your thoughts about this. And it's getting kind of ugly, Phil, now with this whole Brazil thing, I think. And the fact that now the feds are investigating him as well as the DA in Nassau County, New York, who's a Republican, Phil. Well, I can tell you this much. The whole thing is very laughable, if you ask me. The, the, the point of it is the guy the guy was 19 and he forged a check to get clothes. I mean, that's a serious crime. That's worse than Trump's, Trump's basis for impeachment. I mean, it's really terrible. Listen, listen, Rita, you know as well as I do, everybody left, left of, of the Atlantic Ocean in politics is guilty of something. We all have our closets, some people more, some people less, but everyone, everyone that's created a flesh and blood has a closet. They don't want it to be seen. He, by the way, Phil, he doesn't just have a closet. He has like a department store, but go ahead. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, you know, literally, but, but the point of it is look at, look at Fauci. Fauci lied and cost the lives of American citizens. Oh, yeah. And by the way, Phil, and Phil, you know, I feel that that guy should be grilled by the House. There's so many unanswered questions with that guy. But do you let me let me just keep you focused on on Santos, Phil. What do you think? Do you have a problem with him Um, now? It it turns out he didn't go to even the elementary prep school that he said he did. If, If it turns out that some of the money was fraudulent, that gets into a whole other issue. And that, I believe, is what it looks like the Nassau County D.A., is looking into. Um, the other question is also the fact that uh, the federal Eastern District of New York awfully quickly jumped in. The feds are looking into him. So it's a little bit more than just fluffing up a resume. They wouldn't be wasting their time if it was fluffing up a resume, Phil. Well, I, I don't I don't think that the Democrats really had anything on him to start with because any any Republican that was that was that won a congressional seat I guarantee you they'd have 40 people in a room with with hundreds of computers and telephones and Internet digging up stuff on this guy. And they didn't dig up anything. I think they didn't try. Phil, Phil, I quite frankly, I'm just telling you, I think they did not try. And and, which is highly unusual. Um, Just like you said, I just think there were so many races in the midterm. And I think this Robert Zimmerman. 
Um, and I know Robert because he used to work with Hillary Clinton. He's a very smart guy, uh, the Democrat who lost by not a lot, actually, against George Santos. And I'm actually surprised because it's kind of opposition 101. But he came out the other day and said that they just didn't have a lot of money in the campaign and that basically all the funds that they had to do in the campaign, they had to use it towards campaign stuff, not really spending it on opposition research. He, by his own admission, basically said we really didn't do any opposition research on the guy. Um, So maybe, you know, maybe he just did not check because this guy awfully quickly stuff has come out. And now it seems like more and more is coming out. I mean, it it doesn't sound good if you've got a member of Congress who has a, uh, you know, he's got a an embezzlement charge. Yeah, it's stolen goods or whatever. But, it, you know, still, it's an embezzlement charge that he was supposed to appear in court and didn't appear in court in Brazil. I mean, you want to have a member of Congress who can't step foot in Brazil because he'll be arrested? I mean, that's not a good thing, right? Well, we we don't we don't know the status of the case at this moment. But right. And that's why, by the way, that's why I'm very careful to say and he he continues to say he's not a criminal, uh, that he's a fabricator, but not a criminal. But go ahead. My my point is it's small change. It's, It's nickel and dime. The thing is, if he if he mismanaged funds that were contributed to his campaign, and there's there's credible evidence of that 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 would sink him. But I'm beginning to wonder. I'm beginning to wonder because you want to talk about money sinking someone. What about the big guy? What about Biden? He's due for ten percent of whatever take that that Hunter got. So so we're after this guy. They're they're hot and heavy. The Eastern District, which is Brooklyn, New York, they're after him with hell bent fury. What about Biden? What about these other people? What about AOC, who now claims because one of her distant, distant 500 years ago ancestors was a Sephardic Jew, that she is therefore Jewish? I mean, everybody twists and turns the truth around and comes up with their own narrative. This guy should be brought to ethics, and they should say, look, what exactly did you do? Confess and tell us. And if we feel that you could still be viable as a congressperson, we'll let you do it. But I guarantee you they're not going to indict him or anything before he gets to take office. It won't happen. The wheels of justice move very, very slowly, even although, if they're in a hurry. Although, well, you know what's interesting, Phil? You're absolutely right. They usually do run very, very slow. And what I find stunning is that, I mean, these allegations have just come out, as we all know, in the last few days. I mean, it's, you know, it's like he was the golden boy, you know, a few days ago. And now suddenly all this stuff has come out. Um, And the fact that the Eastern District so quickly took this case um, and the fact that Ann Donnelly, Nassau County DA, is looking at this, that's a huge deal. She's a Republican, Phil. And that's the reason that I say, uh, I think she feels there's something here. You do not do that to someone who's just about to be sworn in, member of Congress, your own party. By the way, your own party, Phil. That's the thing. It's different. And this is not a Democrat. She's not like a like a anti-George Santos person, as far as I know. Um, I haven't heard her having any personal grudge against him or some personal rift between the two. So the fact that now you have a Republican, um, I always call it like I see it, Phil. I think he is in huge trouble. And I think um, I think the Republicans might be wise to see if they could at least delay him from being in, um, you know, for a few weeks. Or, or maybe they're just going to want to go through with it. Who knows? I mean, the other question is, Phil, 
McCarthy wants the votes to be House Speaker. He needs as many votes as possible. So maybe he's going to, like, get Santos in to give the vote to hopefully, you know, for, you know, McCarthy's sake, that he becomes House Speaker. He's got a couple division even within his own party, so he needs every single vote here. Um, So maybe he does it. And then maybe a few days later, who knows what happens with Santos. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, too, because this uh, I just think there's something different to what you just said, Phil, about the money. You just said if it turns out that there's campaign funds, that's exactly what I think that Ann Donnelly, this uh, Nassau County D.A., is looking at. She wouldn't care about a fabrication of, you know, the flaw. And and like you said, yeah, a lot of these politicians kind of like enhance their resume or whatever. She wouldn't care about that. She would care if it's campaign finance. And that's where it could get really ugly. And if indeed these charges in Brazil are true, maybe there's other charges that we don't know. I just think there are way too many unknowns with this guy. And I I just think I think it's something different and I think it's deeply, deeply disturbing. What are your thoughts, everybody? one 800 And we'll continue with your calls with these big developments against George Santos tonight. The Rita Cosby Show. Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at Virginia.org. And we are talking about some of these new allegations against a GOP congressman-elect George Santos. Some reports that Brazil say he's basically a man on the run for embezzlement charges. If that's true, uh, boy, that could be very interesting. Meantime, here's Scott Jennings former special assistant to President Bush and what he thinks about George Santos. You know, honestly, if he had in a shred of self-integrity, he would he would bow out because he made up a whole story, sold it to the voters, and he got elected. And so if he really meant what he said in his interviews today, he would resign and then run on his actual resume <laughs> and see what the voters had to say at that point. I mean, that would be sort of the honest and honorable way to handle it. He's obviously not going to do that. I mean, you you don't want to play golf or cards with this guy. Well, and Scott Jennings also said that he thinks what we're learning about George Santos is just the tip of the iceberg and that there is a lot more in his background that we'll learn about very soon. I do, th- I do think you <laughs> want to see this guy put before the ethics committee. It strikes me that he may have financial disclosure issues. Um, and it, it also has the smell, the whiff of other shoes that are about to drop. I don't know anything, and we've got reporters working on it, but you just get the feeling, even after all we learned today, there there could be more. So, uh, look, he's obviously not an honorable person. I doubt he resigns. Uh, and if the voters get a chance to deal with it in two years, I'm sure they will. Will he make it to be sworn in on Tuesday? It's a big question mark tonight. And indeed, as I mentioned, uh, the feds are looking into him and also Nassau County DA Ann Donnelly announcing she is looking into him, uh, undoubtedly probably tied to financial issues with the campaign. Uh, Again, he says there's nothing there. Let's see what they got. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to uh, Mark on line one. Go ahead, Mark. Your thoughts. Yeah, Rita. So I've been following this story the past few days, and I was wondering the whole time, the Republicans have a, barely have a majority in the House. 
So why are they trying to get so many Republicans are calling for this guy to resign? Democrats is one thing. Republicans is another. And then I heard on your show tonight you mentioned these LGBTQ and everything more or less fell into place. That might be one of the reasons they're going after him so heavy, even Republicans. Mark, no, 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 no. That has nothing to do with it. Um, And in fact, if anything, I think they were very proud of the fact that he was openly gay and talking about his sexuality. I actually disagree. They're going after him because they're worried there's big questions with his integrity, not his sexuality. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. We're going to talk about on the Rita Cosby show, the effects of shoplifting, some stunning numbers about what stores are doing to protect themselves. And most importantly, the cost that it is having on retailers and consumers, Uh, some shocking numbers about how devastating shoplifting is. And especially around the holiday time, uh, even after Christmas. Uh, shoplifting is massive right now. It is one of the biggest issues, and it is putting so many retailers out of business. They're also passing costs on to you. So much so, by the way, they are locking up ice cream. They're locking up coffee creamer. They're locking up candy because these items are getting robbed left and right. Did you ever think you'd be in a place where, like, ice cream would be locked up? I mean, it's, like, insane. Uh, But it just shows how bad things are. I was out and about shopping a little bit today, doing a little belated shopping, and it was like nuts. I mean, I was like looking, and there were a couple people who I was thinking, when I turned around, uh, there was somebody who looked like they were uh, stash and grab. That's all I got to say. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, we are talking about these stunning allegations coming out in the last few hours about George Santos. He's, of course, the Republican congressman-elect from New York. Um, We know that the feds are looking into him. We also know that the New York Attorney General's office, they announced last week that they are looking into him on a number of issues. And now another organization coming, and it is a New York prosecutor, Ann Donnelly, from Nassau County, New York, putting out a statement. I want to read it to you because it is definitely damning The fact that she's absolutely looking into potential charges against George Santos. Now, she wouldn't care about, again, resume embellishment. This would have to do with probably some sort of financial crime, uh, lying on a statement or something on a campaign finance form or lying about where money came from. There's a lot of questions now. We don't know if any of these things are true, but they're clearly looking into it. Um, And here's what she put in a statement. Um, This is, again, a Republican, no-nonsense DA saying, quote, the numerous fabrications and inconsistencies associated with Congressman-elect Santos are nothing short of stunning. The residents of Nassau County, New York, and other parts of the 3rd District must have an honest and accountable representative in Congress. 
This is in a statement that she put out just a few hours ago, a fellow Republican. And she further said, no one is above the law. And if a crime was committed in this county, we will prosecute. She also, by the way, a lot of the questions are surrounding issues potentially of money. Um, And when this came out in Newsday, this is the publication, of course, there in Long Island, um, the story also raised questions about how Santos was able to lend his campaign $700,000. Now, he was asked about that on Cats at Night. um, And in fact, let me play this quote, actually, as we're getting into the money issue. This is 3A. This is George Santos. When he was on with uh, Cats at Night, asked about the big money, because we're going to get into some stuff in his background that makes you go, where did that money come from? But John Katsimatidis asked George Santos the other night, and this is the exchange. Last question. Um, the $700,000 you put into the election, was that your money? That is the money of that I paid myself through my company, the Boulder Organization. All right. That is still so puzzling. That's the money I paid myself. That's not like, is it your money? He's basically saying the money came from somewhere. Um, And now the big question is, how could he lend his campaign $700,000? That's a lot of money. After claiming on a campaign finance form in 2020 that he was making $55,000 a year. Boy, that's a good saver. If you can go from $55,000 to suddenly being able to put 700000 in your campaign. Now, his campaign filings indicated that he made millions of dollars in 2021. The number I gave you, the $55,000 a year, that was in a campaign finance form for 2020. So fast forward to 2021, the year of the race, and his campaign filings indicated he made millions of dollars, which could explain how he was able to lend his campaign uh, the 700000 Um, And he told a news organization in an interview today that he made his money on a company he started that he was involved in the capital introduction industry after he connected with a network of wealthy investors, helping them to get like yachts and cars and things like that. He said his work included specialty consulting for high net worth individuals. So what did he tell them? Um, was he getting, you know, a big cut of this money? And did he go from suddenly making $55,000 a year to millions? That's pretty interesting. That's a very successful career, if that's the case. Um, Santos's company was dissolved, by the way, in September, which Santos told this news organization was the result of his accountant turning in late paperwork. So there's some interesting questions here. Uh, and the question is, is it beyond embellishment and that's clearly why the nassau county da rapid fire is investigating him here's a little bit of george santos also on with cats at night where he says it's really just embellishment on a resume nothing more that's all he claims anything else you want to tell uh, all americans all new yorkers i think it's simple uh i think i thank all of the people who have been reaching out and stuck by me this entire time in, in these times is when you really know who has your back. And I have had an immense amount of support, and I really want to thank each and every person. And I want to make sure that if I disappointed anyone by resume embellishment, I'm sorry. And I will 
deliver to you on everything I campaigned on because it's still the same guy, still the same message, still the same priorities. God bless the United States and God bless all of you. And thank you, John, for having me here. And is it more than just resume embellishment? Clearly, they're looking into a lot more than resume embellishment. Whether it's true or not is a whole other matter. He says it's not. But he also says there are no charges against him anywhere, that he's never been charged, doesn't have any charges against him. And now there are multiple reports tonight, again, uh, that a Brazilian court says that he embezzled using stolen checks to get items in a store uh, when he was 19 years old in Brazil, and then when he was supposed to show up in court, skipped the country, basically, never showed up for court. Um, so let's find out about that, too. Is there more to that story? Is that true? He tells uh, the New York Post that isn't true. He said that there are no charges against him, that he uh, that he has never been charged with any crime in Brazil. So that's interesting. So could he been charged, but maybe didn't show up to be charged? I mean, are we threading the needle? Is it the wrong George Santos? Who knows? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Norman, line four. Norm, uh, this is getting the plots thickening. I'm all, you know, I don't like somebody embellishing on their resume, and I think they need to be called out on it. Um, and, and he didn't just embellish. I mean, he like, it's not like a, like a little stream. It's like Niagara Falls in terms of embellishment. I mean, there's like so many areas that he has embellished on his religion has, it sounds like stuff on his family, his schooling. Uh, now it's his elementary school, according to CNN tonight, they didn't go to the elementary school he went to. I mean, there's a lot of major things, but, but the DA is not interested in a, uh, someone who fluffs their resume. This is getting pretty serious, Norm. What are your thoughts? Oh, my thoughts are, um, I mean, uh, call me morally nebulous, but uh, concerning Congressman Alexander Santos, he, I, I, at this point, I'm not concerned at all about the things he did. Uh, he didn't sell military secrets to the Russians or kill his mother. He's a politician. They lie. Uh, what, what I'm more concerned with is the Democrats' new strategy to wait until a Republican is elected and then do everything in their power to unseat them. As, for example, what they're doing to Lester Chang here in Brooklyn for the state Senate. Um, I, look, I, I, I can see how, you know, Donnelly, the investigation, I mean, I, I, I don't oppose that, um, but uh, it just it, it seems rather one-sided compared to uh, you know what the Democrats say. If this although, Democrat, although she's not, she's a Republican, Norm. She's a Republican. That's what's different about this. Um, you know that, um, and and if indeed he was charged with something in Brazil and skipped the country, uh, to me this is beyond like like uh, yeah, politicians do lie all the time. And and I'm reading by the way a lot of your social media. A lot of times, as you guys know, I I'm on Twitter at Rita Cosby, and I read your comments. And a lot of you are like, oh, he'll fit in perfectly in Congress because they all lie. Um, but there's something different if it turns out that there's questions with his money. I mean, it's a, there, boy, was he a success story in 2021 compared to the year before. Uh, that's a little fishy. At least it should be looked into given all the other things about him. And now that we're hearing he might have been charged with something in Brazil. I mean, this is a member of Congress. 
yeah, we don't hold them in really high regard. They're basically at the same level as, you know, as what, uh, like applesauce. I actually, I like applesauce, so I don't want to do that to applesauce. But, you know, basically, like, you know, their, their approval ratings are single digits, as it is in Congress, and people trust them. But do you want someone coming in who might have skipped country for a criminal charge? And that's just what we know of. I mean, this is uglier than the normal thing, Norm. Okay. Well, yeah, I just don't see the Democrats being held up to those same standards. Oh, and, and by the way, I agree with you on that. No question. Yeah. If there's something in the Democratic yeah. side like that, I agree yeah. with you. And it should all okay. come out. And the fact that you got Blumenthal there who, you know, Claims that he was in like a Rambo movie, basically in the middle of Vietnam, and he never even uh, was overseas. You know, he was in the Marines, but he wasn't overseas. He didn't go into Vietnam. I mean, that's reprehensible. I'm with you. Hey, hey Rita, um, I would like you. um, I um, this has nothing to do with this story, but I was uh, just I'd like you to see this. Um, I was on Greg Kelly's Newsmax show last Friday commenting about my protest at the Drag Queen Story Hour, and uh, I think it would interest you, and uh, you could see my uh, gorgeous face. Oh, well, th- then that's worth tuning in for. I definitely will do that, Norm. Look at you. I love that. We'll definitely tune in. So then we can put a charming face with the charming voice. Norm, thank you very, very much. Uh, let's go to BJ in Queens real quick. BJ, uh, line six, your thoughts about all of this, BJ? Am I the only one that sees that we're being scammed? This guy gets $700,000 out of the blue sky. He lies about his entire background. He's the most bizarre-looking individual I've seen in years. He's a cartoon. And now we're supposed to believe he's going to go to Congress and he's going to be a MAGA Republican. Are you kidding me? This guy's going to vote. He he either got the money from Soros or some other dark source. Oh, that's interesting. I see where you're going. You think this was sort of a... Uh, like an orchestrated candidate. Is that where you're going, BJ? You're being scammed, Rita. And this is what's happened. This guy's going to go in there and he's going to vote hard green, uh, every omnibus, every green deal crap that he can can vote. I mean, am I the only one that gets this? I, I, has anyone even looked at this? That's I a mean, fascinating point. Like a joke. That's a fascinating point because clearly uh, he's almost, it seems like a make-believe candidate, you know? Oof. The guy's a goof. Look at him. He doesn't even know what day of the week it is. If he looked out the window and if you asked him it was raining, he'd say, I don't know. I mean, look at the guy. I mean, you know. Yeah. And, and by the way, his... Gabbard made a monkey of him. Yesterday. Oh, boy, did she make a monkey out of him. She, he was horrible. I mean, that was one of the worst interviews I've ever seen. I was watching it and I was like, oh, my God. She was just like, because he I think he thinks he can go out there and do like this little apology tour and then, oh, Elle's forgiven, you know, like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, oh, just a few things. And now it's like the fact is like today there's another like 10 things that it seems like he uh, they're come call into question, um, which makes you wonder what else is out there, BJ. I mean, um, just even on the on the facts of his story. Um, my gut is there's a whole bunch more uh, that we don't know about him. What do you think? I, look, I'm telling you, the guy is as phony as a three dollar bill, and you know he just didn't come out of the sky and decide. You know, he's not like uh, uh, Peter Sellers in being there. This guy was put up, and uh, I, I mean, I, look, I, I'm not in law enforcement or anything like that, but even I know. 
you know, when I'm being scammed. This guy got 700. He's he's being thrown out of his apartment, and all of a sudden, bingo, he's got $700,000. John Casamitini's asking him, well, well, you know, what, what, is that your money? No, 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 no. Oh, no, it's it's. I paid it out of this. He couldn't even answer the question. Yeah, it was so, bizarre. Yeah. The answer is so bizarre. I want to keep – I want to play that again, BJ. Um, this is 3A. This is this answer because it, it is. It's so troubling. We played it last night. But now the fact that we're knowing how much he put on the campaign finance forms and he says on that campaign finance form in 2020, he was making $55,000 a year and then $700,000 was donated to his campaign. And then when John asked him, uh, listen to his bizarre answer that BJ's talking about. Last question. Um, the $700,000 you put into the election, was that your money? That is the money of that I've paid myself through my company, the Boulder Organization. That is the money I paid myself. Uh, that, like, like you just said, uh, boy, uh, what a mess that guy is. And, BJ, you may be right. Maybe this is all one big, like, sort of set-up candidate. BJ, thank you very much. We're going to continue, everybody, with your calls. Boys, some bombshells tonight. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And we are talking about George Santos... I like this song. Let's put it up a little. It's kind of fun. I was a dandy, Sweet things from Boston, so young and Well, George Santos is young, and now the question is, is there much more to his background than meets the eye? Uh, with details breaking tonight. A-19, right? Yeah, because he was 19 when apparently, wow, look how brilliant these guys are here. Because now the country of Brazil is apparently telling multiple news organizations that when George Santos was 19, that he may have been charged with embezzlement. That's an interesting time. Not a lot of people go to Brazil and get charged with embezzlement, flee the country, and then are running for Congress. That's at least what two news organizations are reporting tonight. George Santos says, no, he's never been charged. But can we believe him? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stan, line seven in Forest Hills. Go ahead, Stan. There was a movie about 80 years ago called The Man Who Never Was. Ah. He, he never. He's just showed up after eighty years. <laughs> is that, so, okay. Webb, so is this? Is this? Um, is this? True uh, story. It's about a war guy. They make. They give him a phony name, a phony ID, everything. Phony, but he never was real. Of course, he didn't exist. We, right. He finally showed up. There he is. Right. And that was like they, there was a big book on that too, wasn't Remember, there? A book was on a war it. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Anyway, exactly. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing with this guy. I mean, he totally belongs to the Republicans. Obviously, he's what? learned how to lie from the oh, best. Oh, Stan! I didn't say anything. Oh, didn't Stan! Say you just said something. I never you... mentioned the name. <laughs> oh, Stan! You are but so you know, bad. It's the same thing. He. I mean, but here's the point. 
Let this guy, if he really wants, he's going on this too, goes on Casamitita's show. That was a waste of time. Let him go in front of the public and take a lie detector test. Now, it's not admissible in a court of law. We know that. But if he passes, he looks good. If he doesn't, he's got to resign this moron Santos. This way, it'll show one thing or another. It's not admissible. You know that. But he can take the lie detector test. And if he passes it, he looks good. If he doesn't, hang you let him hang him by his toes, and the Republicans throw him out. There so, but let me ask you, Stan, based on that, too, what about Elizabeth Warren, who claimed that she had Cherokee Indian, which Is she, she did? I don't know. Is no, she an Indian? No, I have no, no idea. Uh, no, she actually even took a DNA test, which showed she had zilch. You know, uh, and then the other thing is, what about Blumenthal, who claimed that he was actually fighting in Vietnam when he never was fighting in Vietnam? I mean, they're, the Democrats uh, can't be sitting back like the Cheshire Cat. They've got some uh, some whoppers there, too, that have been Rita, still in office. Rita, this guy ran for election. He came, uh, okay. So do they. So do they. Here's the point. The guy's run. He Not one thing he said is true. So I think if if it's if he takes the lie detector test, I think that's fair. Again, it's not admissible in a court of law. The problem is, pass. by the way, the problem is the guy who administers it because the poor guy is going to be like, I've never seen so many bars shooting up. <laughs> Have a good night. Thank you, Stan. You always make us laugh. But the Democrats definitely have their share. My goodness, how many different politicians lie or change? Look at, I mean, all the different stories that I just mentioned. But still, there are some huge, huge issues tonight. We're going to continue with your calls on this and also talk about crime in America. George Santos said he was going to be fighting crime. He might be having to beat a crime coming up. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, a beautiful story coming from Gold Canyon, Arizona, where Ted Giannone is 100 years old. He's also a World War II veteran. And he's seen a lot of things, of course, in his day, but he said he had never really seen superstition mountains until a guy named Tony Anger of a great organization called Grounded No More showed them to him from above in a historic plane. He flew inside and he saw the inside of the mountain, the waterfalls, uh, the mountains, the gorges, the beautiful valleys. Um, and he said it was an incredible thrill. The nonprofit group Grounded No More, founded by Tony Anger, takes veterans on flights on historic planes. And Ted Giannone's flight was the organization's 500th in a World War II era craft. But if you ask Giannone what it was like to be recognized for his service, to be greeted at his flight with American flags, video cameras, members of the press, and a big admiring crowd, he said it was too much. He said, why me? I didn't win any medal. I didn't fly a bomber or a fighter. I was just a sailor doing my job. And by the way, uh, recognizing the experience of veterans and sometimes their trauma and providing a supportive environment is what Tony Anger and his organization is all about. He wants to leave veterans with a sense of care and acknowledgement that they had never had before in some cases. He says, this is my biggest passion because I've always had a special heart for veterans. 
Those were the values that I grew up with, understanding the sacrifices that people in the military make. What a beautiful, beautiful story. We are talking, however, about George Santos. And boy, is he getting grilled while he's on his apology tour. Listen to this exchange with him and Tulsi Gabbard, former member of Congress, who was hosting on Fox last night. Boy, uh, she took him to task. The results that people are looking for are called into question when you tell blatant lies, not embellishments. And this is this is, I think, one of the biggest concerns, Congressman-elect, is that you don't really seem to be taking this seriously. You've apologized. You said you've made mistakes, but you've outright lied. A lie is not an embellishment on a resume. You said you worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, but they've said we've got no record of this guy working for us. You've said you've gone to and graduated from these universities, but they've said, well, we've got no record of that. These are blatant lies, and it calls into question how your constituents and the American people can believe anything that you may say when you are standing on the floor of the House of Representatives supposedly fighting for them. That's the real issue here. Well, look, and I I agree with what you're saying. And as I stated, and I continue, we can debate my my resume and how I worked with firms such as Goldman. Is it debatable or is it just false? No, it's very debatable. No, no, it's not false at all. It's it's debatable. I can I can sit down and explain to you what you can do in private equity, in in capital intro, via servicing limited partners and general partners, and we can have this discussion that's going to go way above the American people's head. But that's not what I campaigned on. I campaigned on delivering results wow. for the American people by, by lowering inflation. I can sit down, and if you want to have that discussion, I'd be glad to Tulsi to explain that to you Con- and make sure that we, we we settle the score. Wow. Uh, integrity matters, George Santos. Boy, was that uh, he needs like media training and he needs a lot of vetting because this is disastrous. And she continued with the beating, the verbal beating. Take a listen. There's a little more. I think you just you just kind of highlighted, I think, my concern, the concern that people at home have. You're saying that this discussion will go way above the heads of the American people, basically insulting their intelligence. So not only are you now that's backtracking not, that's on not these what I'm lies saying. that I, you've told, but, but you're saying that, that you can't explain it saying. in a way that your constituents would actually be able to understand. I can explain it in a way if, you give, me, if you give me the time, I can easily give the, if you give me the time, I can easily explain it for you as, as in when investors are looking for capital and I'm sitting there doing due diligence on the, on the appetite and what they're looking for, right? And we work alongside GPs and LPs to help them place this capital. This is what I was doing, and that's when I worked extensively with these firms and many other firms at my time as I was v- vice president of Linkbridge Investors. So this isn't a this isn't a made up narrative. But I feel like nobody really wants to sit down and talk about it. Everybody just wants to push me and call me a liar. Look, well, co- I embellished my resume. Santos. I did. Congressman Alex Santos, we, we've given you a lot of time. I think. The time that is owed is to the people of New York's third. Uh, It's hard to imagine how they could possibly trust your explanations when you're not really even willing to admit the depth of your deception. Yeah, he won't even admit that he is lying about X, X and X and thinks, oh, yeah, just oh, no big deal that I lied about where I went to school. No big deal or where I went to work. Now it's coming out. He didn't go to this prep school, apparently, according to CNN. And now there may be some big, serious charges. We've got the Eastern District of New York 
uh, looking into it, the Department of Justice looking into him on finance issues. And now we're learning that the Nassau County DA's office, a Republican, and Donnelly, is looking into him as well to make sure that he did not lie to Nassau County, New York voters. She would not care about resume embellishment. I think he is in big time trouble. And he claims uh, he never did anything criminal. I hope for his sake that that is true, Uh, because if he did, he is in enormous trouble because there are reports that from Brazil, there was a guy named George Santos when he was 19 who uh, used bad checks and was convicted of embezzlement and never showed up for court. And they couldn't locate him in the country. Why? Because he was too busy running for Congress in America? There's a lot of questions here, guys. And the fact that his money, we keep going back to that money thing, because that answer is just baffling to me. The fact that he's saying that John Katsimatidis on WABC asked him, hey, where did is the $700,000 from your campaign, where'd you get it? That is the money I gave myself. Um, and clearly the feds are not comfortable with that answer, as is Republican DA of Nassau County, New York, and Donnelly. What do you think all this spells for the GOP? Should he stay? If indeed there is a criminal charge in another country for him and maybe something else, does that rise to a whole new level? I think the answer is yes, yes, and yes. It's not just a slight fabrication. Uh, I think Tulsi Gabbard was right to skewer him. I would love to have him. I would grill him and skewer him and uh, try to get some correct answers out of him. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Ellie, line one. Ellie, your thoughts about George Santos. So, you know what, Rita, uh, thanks for having me on. And I'd say we should get rid of him. We should get rid of AOC for claiming she's Jewish. Get rid of Elizabeth Warren for claiming that she's uh, Indian. Get get rid of all of them. You lie, you get out. I don't see why we should favor the Republicans and kick them out over the Democrats. Both of them should get kicked out. By the way, I agree. I agree with you, Ellie. Um, The fact that some of these people, like the Blumenthal thing, I couldn't believe that Blumenthal got elected again after it came out that, you know, we never served in Vietnam. I mean, that's that was horrible. Um, and I agree with you. I think that people in Congress, if they're representing Americans, I think it's a privilege to represent the American public. I think you owe it to your constituents to be honest with them. If it's a question of, oh, you know, maybe I thought I was at that place for six months and it turned out it was five months. Well, that's a little different. The, these are outright lies. These are not embellishments. These are outright lies and falsehoods. And I think the American public deserves better. And I agree with you. I think it should clean house on both sides. Sadly, if we kind of go by that barometer, it might be an empty hall in Congress right now. Uh, But so be it. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Dom, line three. Dom, your thoughts about this? Yeah, Rita. You know, George Sam Bankman freed Santos. And (laughs) And Elizabeth Cherokee Pocahontas are the little people of politics that come and go and are inconsequential for the long-term impact of this country. Politics is showbiz for the ugly. You know, uh, unfortunately, it's the three Bs that are running and ruining this great country. Big business, bloated bureaucracy, and blowhard politicians. The more compromised the politician is, the easier it is to control them. Case in point. Joe, laptop, Hunter Biden. So the Republicans have their rhinos. The Democrats have their dinos. Democrat in Nancy only. 
That is a challenge in trying to fix many of our country's problems. The Democrats need perpetual problems, social chaos, and low information voters to stay in power. You know, but because you know how sad is that, Dom, that 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 is a common standard. Um, and, and I would like to believe that there are great people who run for office. Um, by the way, I'm going to mention uh, Nick Lolota, who now is, is very upset about George Santos. He's a fellow Republican. Um, we had him here on the show. And his background was great. He's a military guy, had law enforcement in his background, really wanted to make a difference. Um, seems like one of these people who really is in it for the right reasons. And those are the kind of people that the American public deserve. Um, I, I think I think members of Congress should have a higher standard than the average American, let alone a lower standard. If they're representing us, you have to believe uh, that they're truthful with their voters. They owe that. It's a, it's a it's a pact you make with voters. You know, if you're voting somebody who had all these great things on their resume and suddenly you find out that's not who it is. And if it turns out, indeed, he did have a charge in Brazil, which we'll find out if that's true or not. But if there's federal charges against him, you know, or or international charges, if he's an international fugitive, uh, I think, guess what? We deserve better. That's my thought. Dom, go ahead. No, Donald Trump is the only person who interacted with and understood both these ideas while running his business. He said so in so many words uh, during his campaign and his presidency. So he was the best person to navigate the swamp, infested the deer tick from both parties. The one thing that he did in his first term is to create the environment for a fighting spirit for any politician willing to follow it without regard to being reelected. And, and, but know, guess what? But that's why a lot of them were going up against him, even Mitch yeah. McConnell and people like that, because he was bucking the system. They didn't like someone bucking the system. But you're absolutely right, Dom. You are absolutely right. Um, by the way, before we go, I want to talk a little bit about these shoplifting numbers, because some stunning numbers, as we are talking about crimes um, that are coming out, it is costing shoplifting the industry for retailers $100 billion. Think about that, the effect that it is having on retailers. And also, by the way, guess what's happening? They're passing it on to consumers. So much so that a number of stores in New York are now starting to lock up ice cream, candy, coffee, creamer, a whole bunch of stuff. And here's a little bit. This is uh, WABC host Lydia Serrani talking with NYPD's chief about shoplifting and the revolving door of justice that I think plays a huge role in this. Take a listen. So, Chief Essig, we were talking about it earlier with Curtis Sliwa, that guy, uh, what is his name, Wilford Acasio. He's like the poster child now of shoplifting dozens and dozens of times, and he's hitting the same stores over and over again. What can be done about these repeat offenders? Uh, uh, you know, our job in the police department is continue to arrest them. You know, the criminal justice system consists of a lot of parts, prosecutors, uh the, this, the you know the the judges the uh, the uh, corrections. Our job is to give the prosecutors the best case possible to keep them in jail, and hopefully the rest of the criminal justice system works. Well, and she's talking about this Ocasio guy, Wilfredo Ocasio, forty four years old. Guess what? Serial shoplifter, skirted jail time, dozens of busts in his background. He was arrested again this week. And accused of 27 new heists. How many heists do you need to have at Manhattan pharmacies? 
um, finally held on bail yesterday on charges that he swiped more than $5,000 worth of goods from three Dwayne Reed pharmacies in New York. Now, this guy was caught red-handed at the Dwayne Reed in uh, the financial district, you know, in the Wall Street area. Get this. He served two stints in state prison on rape and robbery convictions and had 33 busts on his resume since August when he was arrested uh, again on November 16th for 23 other thefts. I I mean, I can't even count how many thefts this guy's had. Talk about a revolving door of justice. And that's why now retailers, as we're heading into a new year, and of course coming out of the holiday season, which is their biggest time, where so many of their sales are done. Um, That's where like sometimes 90% of the big sales are done is during that time. And the best that Mayor Lori Lightfoot could do, remember when she was asked about all these like retailers getting robbed left and right? Her response was, well, they need better security. She actually blamed it on the retailers as opposed to saying, well, maybe we need to get tougher on criminals. What a mess. Take Remember this one? This is Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Some of the retailers downtown in Michigan Avenue, I will tell you, I'm disappointed that they're not doing more to take safety uh, and make it a priority. For example, we still have retailers that won't institute um, plans like having security officers in their stores, uh, locking up uh, their merchandise at night, chaining high-end bags. These purses seem to be something um, that is attracting a lot of attention on these organized retail uh, theft units. Yeah, so they need better security. She blamed the retailers. Like, I'm so disappointed in the retailers. What about looking at the judicial system, these soft-on-crime DAs that are allowing, like this guy who was the poster child for recidivism, he had, it looks like, 50 busts on his resume in, you know, in about, like, uh, it looks like a few years. I mean, how many more? Do you need 5,000? Till you figure out that this guy is a serial criminal and it's the same person who also served time for rape and also robbery. So he's not a good guy. I mean, clearly there is stuff in his background and yet he keeps getting out over and over again. And you wonder why people don't take shoplifting seriously. And guess what happens? It hurts us because they pass the prices on to us. It certainly hurts the retailers. Many stores are closing because they cannot handle it. The prices are just so out of control, and shoplifting is so out of control. We're going to take your calls when we come back. 1-800-848-9222. What do you make of soft-on-crime DAs allowing people who are shoplifting stores so much so that so many stores are closing down? They cannot handle the price of shoplifting, and they cannot handle DAs who will not arrest these people. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. And we are talking about embezzlement charges, by the way, potentially against George Santos. He says they're not true, but Brazil says there are some charges, according to reports, And speaking of crimes like that, we're talking about shoplifting. The CEO of Target says that shoplifting losses created basically $600 million in losses for the company. That's an astounding amount of money. Walmart says that they will have to probably close some stores because shoplifting has become so 
pervasive. And a major grocery store chain says that things are so bad, they've had to start locking up ice cream, coffee creamer, also candy, a number of things, because they're getting ripped off every single day, and it is hurting their bottom line. And now they're seeing these people that get busted if they try to intervene. First of all, a lot of times they're dangerous, so they can't have a security person even intervene with them, um, let alone just a store clerk. But if they do, the person ends up back out on the street thanks to soft on crime DAs like the one in New York. How sad is all of this? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jeff, uh, line six. Jeff, your thoughts about this? Hello, Rita. They told me I can't talk about Santos anymore. uh, It's very sad. I had a good opinion about that. Oh, yeah. By the way, by the way, by the way, go ahead, Jeff. Talk about that and we'll get to shoplifting, too, real quick. Go ahead. Real real, real quick. I just want to say I support Santos. You know, I always go the other way. When everybody's piling on, I think there's got to be a reason why, because that's the way the media has been. Pile on, pile on, pile on. By the way, by the way, Jeff, the problem I have with this one. Um, and yeah. is that he has admitted that he embellished. I mean, he's admitted he embellished to at least a whole bunch of stuff. Um, we'll see if it turns out that he indeed might have been charged in a foreign country. That, he says, is not true. But So there may be a bit of pylon, like you said, um, but he's admitted so far that at least a lot of the things are are true that he said were true turned out not to be true. In other words, he's admitted he has embellished. Um, on a lot of points. So I will give him credit for that, but he doesn't seem to really get it and how serious it could go. I mean, if it turns out there's some financial crimes, that's a whole other level, right? Don't you agree on that? Yes, I do. Can I ask you one quick question? Can Kevin McCarthy still pull him aside, sit him down on the on the Republican side of the House and, and get Congress going? And um, can they, well, there'll be plenty of time to take up and investigate these uh, situations. Oh, so yeah. yes. the Democrats would say, uh, Rita, don't deny or reverse elections. Don't be election denier. Remember that? You we, know, you know what I'm sure do. We like, sure do. But 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 standards this. Well, listen, Jeff, I will tell you that. Uh, you know, again, the Democrats also need to look in the mirror because they've got a number of people there with uh, questionable stories, too. So I hear what you're saying on that. Jeff, thank you. I appreciate the call. Let's go to Elliot on line four. Elliot, go ahead. Yeah, I got two more. Starbucks and Rite Aid. They're closing a lot of stores. Uh, Rite Aid in Manhattan and Starbucks are all over. And Kings Highway in Brooklyn, Police cars stay outside, but they go. They let them walk out. Uh, Nobody arrests them. And the other thing is, I want to go back where Jeff went to. You remember when uh, Obama came in and uh, Hillary said he's not a citizen, a citizen, and uh, and his father fought and so many kids in the Cape of Kenya. He came out of nowhere. He was like a, a state senator, state state senator in uh, Chicago, and Fabergen was pu- pushing him. So. They've ever proved where he was born, Obama. Well, listen, Elliot, that has definitely been investigated over and over again. I'm not going to rehash that because that definitely has been looked into and investigated. But but you're right about the Democrats have a lot of dirt in their own background and questionable stories just in general. Um, let's go to uh, let's go to Isabel. Line eight. Go ahead, Isabel. Your thoughts about this on the shoplifting. Go ahead. Hi, Rita. It's unfair to blame retailers 
and it hurts everyone. And the, the DAs know it's their fault and the judges. Whatever. I know. Isn't that shameful? Can you believe this guy that I was just reading the background of that he's got, he had 33 busts on his resume since mid-August. I mean, by like, is there any day that he wasn't robbing somebody? I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of charges. <laughs> it's terrible. Terrible. We need to call him uh, Fast Fingers Ocasio because, boy, he's got fast fingers. If he can keep on robbing that much, it's like it looks like there was no day that he didn't. These are just the ones that he got busted, too. So it makes you wonder what else is in this background. But I agree with you. It is so sad that these DAs allow people to go out over and over again, and it just gives them free reign, and retailers and consumers pay the price. We got to get tough on criminals, guys. Gotta get tough. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.